I'm gonna go hot, you know what I mean? I, I probably should have my, um... No, I mean, it's good. That does, that just doesn't define you, everything about you, you know? We're just gonna, we're just gonna talk a little bit. But I feel like, what you cook? Oh, no shit. All right. Well, I ain't gonna hold you up. I'm gonna get right into this, motherfucker. Um, is there anything that you cannot talk about? Oh, uh, because you got a job or whatever case maybe? <laughs> nah, not that I know of. <laughs> I mean, I, I will edit it for you, you know, I'm not gonna be a jerk. Uh, shout out to Sean P. And I got you. You got some arms? Show me, can you flex? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, we're gonna get back to this. Alright, <laughs> it is that serious is the Crack King Podcast. Hold on. See, you know, I'm having issues with, you know, like trying to get this thing straight where they can see it, you know? Mm, I see. Would you wear that on the shirt or bonnet? I, I like Deep. the colors, yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Alright, let's get into this shit. Yeah, I'm gonna get the words right. Can you see the word? Uh, 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 yeah, 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 I can see. see. <laughs> Alright, there we go. Here we go. Let me get myself together so I look fly. All right, the cracking podcast. A breath of fresh air when you kicks on. The cracking podcast. A breath of fresh air when you kicks on. All right, this is the cracking from the cracking podcast, and I got a special guest here in the building. Uh, WFA rising star of the Houston Energy. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the Crack Kings and Crack Kings out there. Um, my name is Anasia. I go by Juno. I play um, for the Houston Energy. I'm a safety for the Houston Energy. We're WFA. We're from Houston, Texas. I'll see you jumping. You're jumping the gun now. All right, let me do my job here. <laughs> where are you from or where do you live now? I, I am from Houston, Texas. I live in Houston, Texas. In Houston. Shout out to H-Town. I was just talking about H-Town on another uh, podcast. I'm getting a lot of flack for it because I came here in the 90s. Um, I mean, you, I mean, you kind of grandfathered in at this point. <laughs> Don't you ever say that again. But I, I, I did my grandfather. Yeah, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. It's all good. Since 94, yeah, I'll take that. I got all them, you know, I got got a little sensitive. Because it was Father's Day, you know? Grandfather Day, and there we go. I, I got too sensitive on that. Because, um, <laughs> you know, Father's Day just passed, and you can't expect grandkids to call you and be like, hey, happy Father's Day. They don't have to use no fucking phone unless it's on the game or something, you know? That is true. That is true. Did you play uh, any professional? Well, not professional. Did you play any high school sports? Sports in high school. Um, Let me first, say that. I'm a little faded. Any the first sport I played, period, my entire life, my mother didn't allow me to play anything when I was a kid. Um, but the first sport I ever played was softball, and I was okay. an outfielder. I played the left. I played left field, um, and then I played a little bit of basketball. It wasn't exactly my sport. I was more of a mm-hmm. defensive player. Um, and then, but softball was my main sport until I got hurt in my 11th grade year. That was my thing. 
really enjoy that, but um, from 11th grade on to a few years ago, I didn't do anything really active. You play softball, I said, was there any steroid use while you were in high school with the softball class? You said, was there any what kind of steroid use? Did you say? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Words! <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing. I mean, you never heard of, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the shit that, uh, Bear Bonds and them use? You know, I know out there's some stuff, but our high school wasn't like that. We weren't known for yeah. softball. We were more football kind of school. So, yeah. baseball and softball weren't our calling cards for anybody to even be taking it that far. You know, mm. it wasn't. So, no, 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 I don't, I don't think so. If it was, then that's their business, but nothing that I knew of. <laughs> so, would you say that was the only sport your mother would let you play or she wouldn't let you play? She wouldn't let me play at all until I was in ninth grade. And she finally mm. let me play softball. So happy. I really enjoy softball. That's even to this day, you know, I go watch me some baseball real quick. So um did in high school, uh did you play football in high school? You didn't play any football in high school. No, I had a teammate of mine that actually asked me to go try out, but like I said, our football team were really serious. They went to, they went to um, I think the semifinals our junior or sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't about to go out there with some six five dudes that can pick me up and well, carry me around like a baby. I'm just I guess <laughs> it wasn't as diverse because I mean you, you see you see some high schools that are division of yeah, now, A and A. Yeah, now at, at the time it wasn't as diverse. No. Got you. And I was gonna be going to go out there and try to diversify it. <laughs> you ain't gonna be going, you ain't gonna be Bobby Jordan with that shit. No, 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 no. They had it. <laughs> I feel you. What what sparked the bug in you that you wanted to play um in the WFA? So originally. It, Okay, so for the for if you want the full team things, I told you I love softball. I still have my baseball glove that I had, my softball glove that I had back when I first started. Um, so it was always something I wanted to like get back into, and so yeah. I originally was looking for a softball team to get onto, you know, okay. to play in my spare time. Um, but everything had kind of closed up, all the registrations and stuff. Everything had just kind of ended, and so I was like, dang. And then um, I just something on the whim googled women's football. Mm-hmm. Just on a whim, I googled it, and the first team that popped up was the Houston Energy. And so I'm looking, I kind of read into the team, and I went ahead and and I, and I think that they just had a tryout. Um, I think mm-hmm. that November, and it was probably early December at this point. And so I'm like, dang, I missed the tryout, but they but it was a registration form. So I went ahead and still filled it out, sent it out, right? And I think later on, probably a week or so later, I got a I got a text message saying, "Hey, we're having another tryout um, for the team, uh, January 13th." You know, getting out information. So I went ahead and I just started working out from that point. Um, got one of my brothers to kind of help push me a little bit since he's a he's a football fanatic. Really, my whole family is. Um, okay. I helped one of my brothers really push me and. Um, how many how many brothers do I have? You have siblings. How many siblings do you have? Siblings. I have a lot of siblings, but I'm I have okay. um, really close to me I have three brothers that I'm, I'm very close to. Okay, I do, uh, I do. Okay. So you tried out was it was it harder to get back into shape from was it from high school? 
Well, no, actually, that first my rookie season, I actually mm-hmm. I, I didn't even get into the best shape. Um, I was in much better shape than that I am now. I guess I could say that. Um, but because of necessity, I, I was kind of forced to get in shape because that my rookie season, the DBs were not deep at all. I played my rookie season. I played ninety, really a hundred percent of the snaps every single game. Mm. Except for one game, I did miss. I missed one game, but that was for medical reasons. Okay. So, um, it was it was different. It was definitely I had never really exerted that much energy into a sport. You know, it was very much so different than basketball practice that I remember. And you can think about a sport that you're running around and you know constantly basketball. I feel like we you know we'll do them suicides, we'll do them down and backs, and that'll be it. But football was just go 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 go. And contact, it's fully contact. Yeah, and yeah, and so even before you know, even before we got to the contact part of it, to build you up. Yeah. yeah, training camp is where it's really okay. where it's really like, damn, do I even want to go to practice today? Because I know I'm gonna get my ass kicked, you know. <laughs> it was one of them things oh. where if you weren't working outside of practice, it was gonna show at practice because you were yeah. gonna be dying. You know, you were you're, you're gonna be exhausted. You were gonna be shaking everything. Like it was just terrible. This goes into my next question. Uh, what motives? What motivates you to get up and go to practice and get on the field? after you have your own life going on prior to that yeah yeah because you, you know we're not getting paid to do this stuff we got jobs that full-time jobs some of us school and things like that on top of that mm-hmm. um but it's honestly the love of, of, of the game and it's the love of the love of your teammates also you know the respect of your teammates you know um yeah. I love football, man. I've loved football since I was a little kid. That was one of the ways I bonded with my brothers. So, okay. um, I had a brother that played Pee Wee. He's he only a year older than me. He played, you know, Pop Warner, and I was at every practice with him, every game. It was it was faithful, you know. So it's like I grew up watching the game and wanting to play, but I never had the chance to. So when I had the chance to, I gave it my all. I did. Um. <laughs> Okay, you're talking about your brothers. So, what kind of child were you with your brothers? Are you older, or are you the youngest? I was the youngest, so um, it was one of those kind of keep up. You know, you want to hang with us, you want to roll with us. You know, and my two oldest brothers are nine and seventeen years older than me. So, of course, I weren't. I wasn't everywhere with them. But yeah. a lot of times I was rolling with them, and then my brother that's only a year older than me, we did a lot of things together um, in our adolescence and things like that um, on, into high school. So, but as a little kid, I was real rough. You know, mm. I wasn't the little girl that was inside playing with Barbie dolls and stuff like that. I went to go outside, play kickball, play football, and all that stuff with, yeah. with the boys, with the neighborhood kids. I went to go out there and have fun. You know, I had yeah. absolutely no enjoyment of staying inside and playing with toys. That just wasn't it. You know, okay. that wasn't our generation back then anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was an outside kid. We was we was bad. Yeah, we wanted to be outside we punching and sitting and shit. We we went out there. This is the crack king part. Kinda happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. You know, there's a little bit of that going on, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So um what, what is something like when they hear that you play professional ball? Um what are some of the misconceptions or what is misunderstood about you when someone hears that? 
first they think that play for the lingerie me. They're like, oh, your ass out. I'm just like, so. Y'all out there with the titties out? I'm just like, no, full pads, you know, full contact, knocking each other out and stuff like that, you know? And so from there, people just kind of assume that I'm I'm tough and not, you know, and I, or I mean, I remember my last job, one of my bosses, she would be like, oh, I know you're mean, I know you're mean. And I'm just like, okay, sure, you know. But that's the main thing. It's not really, and, and but the main, probably the biggest thing that I've, I've heard is that, oh, you play with a whole bunch of butch females, don't you? And I'm just like, mm -hmm. you would be surprised how many feminine females are out there really playing football. And when I say feminine, lashes done, hair done, nails done, everything. Yeah. Because I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a sport. You know, you just out there to play. It has nothing to do with uh, race or gender or whatever preference. Would um, however you want to say it, PC. So you're just out there for the love of the game. You know, and I get that. Um, let's get into a couple of things I want to talk about. Are you familiar with Kevin Samuels? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I know that name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you think you know that name? It's the guy, uh, um, what is he, like a consultant? He's a YouTuber. I, I feel like he's a YouTuber, you know. I don't know what he is professionally, but he's on YouTube. And um, he's giving out a lot of advice to ladies. For me, I seem like a, a swing or shift in, I want to say the black community when it comes to relationship, how now it's like, you have to be so super fucking tough, you know, and, and you have to be so guarded not to get played for your money or whatever your time, you know, how do you feel about people on YouTube blowing up off of like relationship advice, like everybody's entitled to their own you know, we, we live in, you know and they're not even in a relationship and then yeah so you can say what you want to say about things but if that woman values herself as a dime who are you to degrade her you know she says no i don't have a degree yes i only make forty thousand dollars a year yes i have two kids um and yes i'm 35 years old but i still want a man that makes eighty thousand dollars a year in this system it's for you to tell her that she can't aspire to those things and she can't get that you know um my mother married. I want to make eighty thousand dollars a year. Take care of us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there there are, there are really great men out there. There are really yeah. great men out there that you know she you know the what she brings to the table aren't necessarily won't necessarily be things that are on paper you know you can't say oh because you're five two you weigh one hundred and eighty pounds who would want you you know there are men that will yeah. want her for who she is you know um during the pandemic um how long were y'all out not playing 2019 going into 2020 was when uh because our season normally starts around april 20 towards the end of 2019 i was ramping up to go to school and the nights that i was going to be going to school were the nights that I was going to be playing so i already contacted my coach and said hey i won't be able to play this season i'm trying to you know go back to school or whatever and he gave me blessings and all that fun stuff and that was that so i, were, I wasn't gonna play in 2020 but 
They made it up until maybe March when okay. they canceled everything out for them. March of 2020 when they canceled everything out for them. February or March. You know, um, I think the, one of the first tryouts I remember seeing again for this season that we're currently in was uh, in October of 2020. And that's when I went back. That's when I went ahead and went back okay. in and uh, started getting back to work. So, uh, yeah, it's a good smooth, smooth six months or so off, but I was off a little bit longer than everybody else because. What does playing the professional sport do to your body as a woman? And do you identify as a woman? Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm the sheep. Okay. I don't want to offend. I don't want to offend. I don't want to offend. The cracking doesn't want to offend anyone. But just as a female, you know, we have a different set of circumstances that we deal with. So you just have to prepare yourself for the best that you can when it comes around that time. If you have games, you have practices. But, you know, you know the game of football. Every play you get banged up some kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. That's it's definitely. just, you just kind of got to check it off. You know, after every game, I come out with a bruise. I come out with a swollen something. You know, yeah. it just is what it is. You, you, do, you go out there, you play your snaps. You give it all that you can out on that field. And you just hope you don't get too banged up to not be able to go to work the next day. Because ultimately, <laughs> you, you, you need to go to work the next day. Because <laughs> you know. there was a time where you played the uh, night before and couldn't go to work the next day. <laughs> Well, I, well, yeah, I did. I had um, got a real bad toe issue. I ran into a pile of some big people, uh -huh. and I got my toe stepped on real bad. And uh, I worked at <laughs> the, the linemen's, man. I'm, not, I'm a little person on the field. The linemen's a big yeah. man. So um, I, ran a, I ran into a pile, and I got stepped on by somebody much bigger than me, and it messed my toe up. And I've also had a concussion, but I actually went to work on the concussion. Oh my gosh, you had a concussion. Yeah, that's a little bit of stuff. You got your bell on? Yeah, dude, that's Whether or not you gonna come back and play until you get that bell. Um, let's get into one more thing I want to talk about. Have you heard about Dane Dash and uh, Jay-Z arguing about old records? And how much they're gonna sell them to each other for? Um, Dan Dash and Jay Z have had some beef for a while, so going back to years though, right? I never thought of it as, as beef. I just I mean, thought of it as like they just didn't deal with each other alone like that. Like, yeah, they was like, all right, man, uh, you know, we ain't gonna make no money together no more. But it's like it's almost like two uncles uh, selling the last QP for the good shit, <laughs> like. You know, man, give me this, man. I don't want to give you that, man. It ain't, you know, like, what's up with that shit? I think, I think, you know, ultimately, they both put a lot into that. Of course, Jay-Z is the name a majority of people know. Um, but I think they ought to just slip that down a little and do what they need to do. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't shit, do what you gonna do. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, cause like you say, it's old records. It's 20 years ago. You know, even yeah. older than that. So, you know, so it's just like, bro. Y'all really gonna argue about this? Jay Z is almost a billionaire certified by himself. So it's just like, yes. why, why, are you, why are you even worried about all that stuff? Why even worry about that? You know what? I want to take this time out. Um, to bash the store called Money Money on Shepherd. Um, I walked in there 
to uh, buy a pair of um, Jordan 11 Lowe's reverse breads. I'm going to spend about... I'm not going to say what I was going to spend, but you, you, you get the drift. Walk in there. I'm waiting to be helped. I am not helped. People are just kind of just standing around, not helping nobody, just ignoring me. So I just wanted to say, go shop at Money Money on Shepherd. Cause they're gonna treat you like shit. And uh I was like, is that how you treat customers or how you do customer service? Like I don't you know, I don't wanna blame it on their nationality, but it was quite rude. May I just say I speak on my part when it comes to the blue lives. I don't believe that all cops are bad. I don't believe that all are racist. I've had some pleasant experiences with cops and I've had some not so pleasant experiences with cops. Um, more less pleasant experiences. But I am also a firm believer in one that happens with a rough bunch and hold people accountable for their actions. That's my thing. If you see your fellow officer over there doing some shady stuff that you know gonna get everybody in trouble. Tell them, hey, bro, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And when they come at you, about it, tell the truth. They should be held accountable. That's 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 my that's my only take on that. I won't I won't you know I'm not bashing nobody, but they gotta be held accountable for their actions. Absolutely correct. The crack king is with you. Um, do you believe in the afterlife? Uh, no. No, I would no. I don't. Okay. I was that's fine. I was raised on a job with women. I believe once you pass really? away. Yeah, obviously, once you pass away, you're taking that long sleep, that long rest, and so you call to come on back. Right? That is very interesting. I'd like for you to come back and we can talk about um, the, is it, I don't want to speak out of time. The religion Jehovah's Witness, is that as how you speak on it? Okay. This is the Cracking Podcast, and I want to thank Amazing for coming out and sharing her story with me about her rise and her pending rise to fame in the WFA and uh yeah every day stronger stay off the roads um let them know where they can find you at uh where they can check out your content check you out see you play the game see you go out there and smash some motherfucking heads um, for any information on our team, you can always look us up on Instagram, Keeping Energy Football, so, um, Facebook, Houston Energy Football. You can find me on Instagram at Nature the Great. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Juno Alive, J U N O O L A Y E. You can check me out. I'm always selling tickets. I'm always letting you know what's going on with the game. And I'm a little bit of a fool on Facebook. <laughs> really? Yeah, like she being so nosy. <laughs> she wants to. <laughs> she wants to. What we talk about this was PG. We ain't get into no shit. Exactly. That's what I'm That's the next one. <laughs> we'll get into the shits. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, we can do that too. Bye. <laughs>
cracking podcast. This is the cracking podcast.